0: Try Cora's Cult Favorite Tampons today, without joining a cult. Cora's number one selling 100% organic cotton tampons are made without pesticides, chlorine, or rayon. Whether it's a definitely flowing super plus day or a barely there light day, you can rest or rally easy knowing Cora's got you covered. Plus, with every purchase, Cora donates period products to people in need. Find Cora nationwide at Target, CVS, and online at C-O-R-A dot L-I-F-E.
1: adventures
0: of Biggles. Biggles doesn't know that Bertie crash-landed at Kingston, Jamaica during the storm and is still being held, rather forcibly, in hospital. After the altercation with the crooks outside the hut at Inagua, the flyers, naturally enough, plan to push back to the plane. Von Stahlheim gives them no chance. There's the crash of a rifle shot, and a bullet zings within an inch of Ginger's head. Von Stahlheim, hidden in the cactus clump, is trying to pin the Englishman inside the hut, and he succeeds, as they take cover from his deadly fire. Ginger and Tom Heyman stand by the window, ready to use their revolvers while Algy and Bigos watched from the door and wondered about von Stalin's motives. Of course, this
1: may
2: not be Stalin's idea. He might be shooting under Zorotov's orders. Zorotov would kill us without a tremor, but somehow I don't think he thought this one up. But what's the purpose? Von Stalin doesn't usually act unless he's likely to gain something from it. He's keeping us tied to the hut, isn't he? That won't help him find the papers. Perhaps he thinks it will. At any rate, I don't like it, particularly as Bertie's alone at the kite... It'll be fatal to us if those swines got hold of our plane. Good grief, yes. I wonder where he's hiding. A good pistol shot might just reach those cactuses. Don't lead out too far, Elgin. Get... Suffering cats! That bloke can shoot. He'd well inside the door. Give him a burst, Ginge. Try to locate where he fired from. All right. You can cut it now. He's not going to be tempted into shooting back. We must do something, Biggles. We'll go cuckoo cooped in here all day. And we'll be all right, but I'm not so sure about Bertie. Oh, I shouldn't worry about him. Zoratov and von Starlein are too busy with us to think about the kite. Oh. Von Starlein's capable of thinking of two things at once. The situation's stupid. He's pinned us here by the simplest means possible, and yet there doesn't seem a way out. All we need is the chance to cut across to cover, isn't it? If one of us could reach cover, we'd be right. I'd step on the crooks from behind. That's a situation I could handle. The cactus belt swings quite close at the rear of the hut, doesn't it? It's still 200 feet away, and there's absolutely no cover this side of it. A good marksman could easily bring down a man before he'd run 200 feet. If we could divert the crook's attention, a bloke might meet it. Yes, a diversion will be fine. But I'm hanged if I can think of one. In direction there's the lagoon. Nothing's likely to happen on that. Don't you believe it? The flamingos are there on the other side of it. Actually, they're on the fringe of the main lagoon, past this little one, but still not far away. Last night they were disturbed and the entire flock took off. It was a wonderful sight and the noise was tremendous. There's an idea in your skull, isn't there? The beginning of one. Those birds are stupid creatures. If one takes off, the others automatically follow. i having it. St- if the birds suddenly take off. It'll attract the crook's attention. And give one of us the chance to duck across to the cactus. It's a great idea, Algy. Except that we've no way of starting the birds off. A rock tossed into the centre of them would do it. It'd be a long throw. Besides, there aren't any rocks in the hut. There isn't a darn thing except ourselves and that piece of wood. Mm, Too heavy. Couldn't throw it far enough. But I could spin something lighter. I used to be an outfielder at cricket, you know. Had a pretty good throw to the wicket. That's right. I remember you throwing down Keith Miller's wicket when you were playing for the RAF against the Australian services. If I had a cricket ball now... No, we haven't, Algie. It's one of those good ideas that simply isn't practicable. <laughs> Holy smoke! <laughs> <coughs> now you <keep> can <coughs> You'll collect one if you don't. <laughs> don't. see if there are any rocks within right blokes. You can cut that pistol fire. You're only wasting ammunition. I've got it! A gun. What the dickens are you talking about? My revolver. It doesn't weigh much more than the cricket ball. I can easily toss it over to the birds. But wait a minute. Oh, no, you'd be throwing it at an angle from the door. It'd be difficult to get it over without being seen. Yes, that's a bit of a poser. No, it isn't. I'll throw it from the roof. Look up. There's a walloping big hole just above our heads. If I climb through that, I'll have all the room in the world. Won't you be seen? That's the beauty of it. The roof's canted, See? The ridges between the hole and the crooks—it'll give me wonderful cover. By jingo, yes, and it'll give me cover to slip down to the blind side of the hut. I can be waiting, ready to sprint the moment the birds rise. It's a perfect setup. Are you on? My word! Come over here, fellows, to give us a leg up. I'm ready to throw, biggles. You in position yet? Yes. Send those birds up and I'll be off. Then here goes. Drop that rifle and put up your hands. Hey, Beagle sir. Drop it, I said. Give me a little option with your pistol pointing at me. There. Keep your hands up, von Starhein, and try no tricks. Where's your pal? It was him you mean, Zorotov? Yes. Where's he gone? Perhaps he is hiding behind you in the cactus. Don't try to be funny. I'm not in the mood. I've been watching you for some moments. He isn't with you. Shall we say I sent him on an errand? <laughs> Zolotov didn't strike me as the type who takes orders from an underling. Shine! Keep your distance. Where's he gone? I've told you. On an errand. Strange as it may seem to you, he's carrying out a plan of mine. (laughs) One which you may regret. Would your siege of the hut have anything to do with it? Perhaps. Well, that didn't work very well. As you see, I managed to escape without you knowing. Yes, but I think a little late. By now, Zorotov would have had time to carry out my suggestions. If he hasn't, you can join him and speed him up. Keep your hands up, but turn start walking. Oh, you do not like my company? I'd hate to be linked with the company you keep. Turn around. As you wish. I feel I have gained sufficient time. Start walking, certainly. Goodbye, Bigel, sir. Please accept my apologies for any unfortunate occurrence. Hello, chaps. You can come out. And let's get back to Bertie.
1: Ah, Chiefy, come right in, Old Bean. This Belly Hospital ward needs brightening up. Do you have any luck? Yes, I found a plane for you. The RAF squadron said they'd be willing to loan you a Catalina. An amphibian? Oh, I say, by Jove, that's wizard. I cat's exactly what the doctor ordered. Look here, hand me my duds, and I'll tukle out and look the old bus over. The doctor has ordered that you stay in bed for a couple of days. You can inspect the plane when he discharges you. Nonsense, old Dean. <coughs> Absolute belly piffle. You don't think I'm going to ditch my pals, do you? They're expecting me back at the island. Hand me my stride. I'm sorry, Lissy. Look here, old trout. If you don't, I'll blooming well trundle out to the kite without them. And what would the dear old citizens of Kingston think if they saw me waffling down the street in pyjamas? Mm, I had a feeling, you... A feeling? Baked potatoes, didn't I make myself clear last night? I'll be a good sausage, old Colonel. For that reason, I had a word with the doctor when I came in. He's quite unimportant, but my dad's aunt. the protest, he said he'd agree to your leaving hospital. Oh, witho! Not that it makes the least difference. I'm leaving anyway. But he was emphatic that you couldn't fly to Inagua alone. He said there's still danger of delayed shock from the crash. Utter, Bill Joldeen. Of course I'm going to fly to Inagua. That's where the trouts are waiting for me. Oh, You really want your clothes? Yep, Absolutely, Luke. I don't look my best in pyjamas. Then you'll agree to take a passenger with you on this flight? Well, that depends. Who is it? Me. I hold a pilot's licence and I think I can handle a cat. Besides which, I'm becoming very concerned about your friends on Inagua. Will you agree to my flying back with you? Chief, hand me my duds. Hmm. Very neat, old trout. Very neat indeed. Yes, you know, you don't fly badly for an amateur. I've flown quite a my time. Where's your anchorage? Straight ahead? Yes. Run to within about 50 feet of the beach. It's shallow beyond there. There's no sign of them whatever. Uh, Lissy, who does that other dinghy belong to? Oh, that's ours. It was from the kite I prained. Beagle pulled it up on the beach when he came ashore last night. Strange that they weren't waiting by it. Can you think of any reason why they shouldn't be here? Only about 200, Ol' And two of them are walking towards us now. What? Zorotov and Morgan. And while on the subject, Chief Old Sausage, I think we'd better reach skywards. I don't care for the look of those guns they're carrying. <laughs>
0: Morgan and Zonatov raise their guns meaningly as they advance on the Englishman. Is this the plan von Starlein spoke of? What do the crooks intend to do? There are many thrills in the next episode of The Air Adventures (laughs) of